May I speak in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Christ child has arrived. After months of buying presents, preparing food and planning, he is here. We are here. And I wonder what your journey was like getting to here. I don't mean just to the cathedral, but to Christmas Eve. Although your journey here to the cathedral may have been interesting, I recently was returning to St. Paul's and I travelled in the tube train standing packed like a sardine in the can known as the central line. More of my body parts touched strangers than I was comfortable with. And then six more people got into the carriage. Tensions were high. So I looked into the eyes of the person in front of me with whom I was standing nose to nose and I said, as we are standing so close, maybe I should tell you my name. The people around me began to laugh, and by the next station, strangers were friends. As we tell the Christmas story, we tell of Christ's welcome, his welcome by his parents, the shepherds, the wise men and the angels, and we risk forgetting that not everyone became a friend that night. Some were not so welcoming. The innkeeper, for example, who turned Jesus's family away, or King Herod, or the Emperor Augustus, who acted with overt hostility towards him yet all were part of God's design. The Christ child became vulnerable to make us safe. He left his Father in heaven to invite us into a new family. In the Times newspaper one Boxing Day, the former Bishop of Oxford, John Pritchard, talked about how it is our claim as Christians that love came down at Christmas. And this was embodied in the only form that we could ultimately understand, a human life. Jesus was the human face of God. God's self-portrait glimpsed in the puckered vulnerability of a newborn baby. From the outset, the Christian story sets the pattern for Christ's ministry. The picture of God's love, the outcast made insider, the stranger becoming family. When Matthew's gospel tells of Jesus's heritage, he lists Tamar, Rahab and Ruth all marginalized women. In the gospel, 
Mary, who Jesus had a mind to divorce quietly, sings her song, the Magnificat, and she speaks of God, who has scattered the proud and exalted those of low degree, filling the hungry with good things and sending the rich away empty. She sings of revolution. The shepherds, social outcasts, they were not trusted in their own community, even enough to give evidence in a Jewish court of law. But here, the angels declaring that God was with them, Gloria in excelsis Deo. Wise men, outsiders in the Hebrew faith, who against all the odds came and worshipped at Jesus' feet. Jesus' ministry, shaped by the stranger, the woman at the well, the leper on the roadside crying out, the woman who was bleeding for 12 years touched his cloak, the tax collector. Yes, Jesus even ate with tax collectors. And of course, it was the women who witnessed the resurrection. All were included, not by chance, but as a sign of the kingdom of God. No wonder the angels cry out, glory to God in the highest. And I hope you know this night that through the birth of that baby, you are family. On one night of all nights, God enters our world in the arms of an infant. In him we get a glimpse of God. We see him face to face, the face of the one who welcomes the stranger and makes them kin. However, despite how close we stand on the tube, London is one of the loneliest cities in the world. According to the Greater London Authority, the Survey of Londoners, over half of us have been lonely in this last year. And only 19% of us say that we never feel alone. And those under 24 are most likely to be affected. One 23-year-old living in our capital put it like this. Loneliness can often feel like the British weather. Suddenly the clouds disperse and you have a long unexpected heatway of joy, of feeling included. Other days it starts raining with no warning. And some, some groups are even more vulnerable. If you happen to have a disability, the barriers faced in everyday life makes loneliness more likely. Likewise, Pakistani, Roman, Gypsy Roman, Irish travelers and the homeless are more vulnerable to loneliness than others because of racism and lower incomes. In other words, those on the margins find themselves doubly disadvantaged. Rabbi Sachs, 
said that he used to think that the most important line in the Bible was love your neighbor as yourself. But to love the stranger occurs no fewer than 36 times. Rabbi Sachs says that he realized that it's easy to love your neighbor because he or she is usually quite like yourself. What is hard is to love the stranger, one whose color, culture, or creed is different from yours. From Genesis to Deuteronomy, the command to love or welcome the stranger is there. It is central to the Old Testament understanding and it's linked to the care of the widow, of the resident alien, of the foreigner, of the orphan, or of the least. God calls on us to extend a particular welcome to the outsider, the one not at home, the one who is vulnerable and thus in need of hospitality. Jesus affirms and reinterprets this idea of welcoming the stranger. He says to us, I was a stranger and you welcomed me. And when they wondered when was it that they offered hospitality, he says to them, truly I tell you, just as you did it for one of the least of these, who are the members of my family, you did it for me. In Jesus' interpretation, the least are viewed as the face of Christ himself, as God with us. These days it can seem hard because there is increasing fear around welcoming strangers or refugees. And this speaks of a broader distrust of diversity and difference. In times like these, the idea of making space for the stranger seems vastly removed from our reality, a naive hope. Yet there are examples all around us where there is an intentional welcome for other people, those who have been made strangers or vulnerable, people who are presumed not to belong or not to matter and their welcome makes a difference. So tonight of all nights, as we welcome the Christ child, let us remember that we are family through his birth, and that we are called to form a river of angels that shelter the homeless, the displaced, the refugee, the strangers, all of those whom we see Christ's face. So in a world that so often turns the vulnerable away, let us continue to be people of welcome, knowing that through our hospitality, God is able to make strangers into kin. In John's Gospel we read, to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. To follow the Christ of Christmas 
is to become part of God's family in heaven and in the church, his family on earth. Amen.